Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Chicas Project Podcast Season 3. I am your host, Abigail Amengual, and with me is my co-host, Ming Chen, and our newest co-host, Lisette Polanco. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Hey. hey. How are you, my friend? <laughs> How are you? How I'm do you I'm doing great. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> welcome And welcome, Lisette. Thank welcome, you. Lisette. Are you excited? I am excited. I was excited when we did our, our episode for the last season and super happy that you asked me to come back permanently. This is super dope. So Lisette, for everyone who remembers her, she was on season two and we did an episode uh, called Tinderella and we talked about our experiences on dating apps. So if you guys haven't checked that episode out, go check it out on all streaming platforms. But I'm super excited because season three, we went really big. We have a beautiful background, a new background. We did a new look. Go check us out at the Chica's Project Podcast on Instagram. And today we have a very special guest. I'm very excited. We have Tonio from Tonio Skits. What's going on? Tonio from Tonio Skits. Yo, what up? I'm Tonio from Tonio Skits. Should I do it again? <laughs> no, that's cool. I'm Tonio Skits. I'm not from myself. We got Tonio Skits here. <laughs> He's not from himself, girl. That's a new um, one. Hi, I'm Tonio from Tonio Skits. I'm so editing this out. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Thank you so much for coming on. So let me get this straight. We just we were just like getting some last information from him. So you're not Puerto Rican and Dominican. Correct. From the Bronx. From the Bronx. All right. And correct me if I'm wrong, because when I started uh, following you it was back in 2013. You started out on Vine. Yes, I started out on Vine and it was actually uh, like the ending of 2014. Um, I was doing Vine. And um, Instagram, I think in 2015, came out with the 15 second videos. So then uh, I was, I just started doing, you know, putting it longer stuff. I think that that time that was long um, on Instagram. And I just got really good at it. Cause it started out as three seconds, if I'm not mistaken. Six and a half seconds. Six point five seconds on mine. Yeah. That's actually my question. How, like, Seeing the stuff that you put out now, the content you put out now, how did you get a point across in six seconds or whatever you were trying to put out? Yeah. When I look back now, because now that we have all this time, I don't know. It's just, we were just, we had six and a half seconds to just pre to get a punchline in. And I was just doing it, you know? And, and then looking at my, because I didn't know my friends that are my close friends now, the King Batch, Leanne V, Daystorm, all these people, like they i would look at what they were doing as well and i'm like and then and that would be kind of my my study guide you know and i just i just do my own thing and just referred to a lot of like things that spanish people can relate to you know throwing the chancla or you know getting scolded at by your parents or something like that so we just did it that, the atmosphere the atmosphere that was the atmosphere and, and i adapted you know, and then as time progressed, so did my ideas to the point where now I just wrote a movie. So, oh, congratulations. Congrats. I'm definitely going to go back to that. I want to hear more about the movie. But what, number one, what made you want to start doing Vine? And where were you at before Vine? Um, I was actually, I was in uh, nursing school. I, I was actually a, a nurse. I became a, I was an RN. Um wow that's great a lot of people probably don't know that no that's a great job yeah what made me uh this girl like i was with this girl for like four four and a half years and she cheated on me 
and I never experienced uh, hurt like that before. So I remember, man, it was just a bad place in my imagine you're with somebody and your the future's already in your head. Like I know exactly how I'm gonna propose. I know I had everything in my head. And then she just changed that whole thing around. I felt like everything that I had in my head just disappeared. Um so I don't know, somebody I think I waited a week after I found out what she did. I was waiting for her to contact me. And then somebody sends me a picture of her on Facebook in the Bahamas with the other dude. So, wow. Yeah. So I don't know. I was on Instagram and I saw a video and I decided to remake that video and just made fun of me being me being tweeted on. And <laughs> That's not funny, but it's funny. No, it's yeah. funny now. It wasn't but funny then. Yeah. I wasn't petty. I didn't tag her. I didn't. I didn't mention her name, but if you knew, you knew, right? So she found out about it. Uh, she sent me a text and I went, yo, why are you talking shit? So I, I <laughs> made nine more videos about her. It's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and then just through that, <clears throat> uh, just doing videos uh, became therapeutic. So I just kept doing videos and just different ideas and I just got good at it. That's that's the best revenge though because look at yeah. where you are today she's and probably i probably kicking I, herself i, I, in I that really want to know where she at she kicking herself so bad like do you know, i fumbled that one like i mean real. we don't talk about exes like we leave them in the past but i gotta know do you know about her whereabouts now yeah she became a nurse uh all her friends and family follow me uh i think like three years after that i i had moved to i already moved to la Around three years after that situation, I remember I came back and I ran into her in Dayland Mall uh, in Miami. I ran into her and hey, we just, hey, what's up? Oh, good, you know, whatever. And she indirectly, indirectly gave me an apology. Like, you know, I'm sorry for whatever happened back then. Like, whatever. And that was pretty much it. And she's like, oh my God, I see you doing good. But what she really <laughs> means is, I thought, oh, wait, how was it? How'd she say it? How'd she say it? I see you doing good. <laughs> She could have been Mrs. Tonio Skits. She mad as hell. Yeah, yeah. Of the Tonio Skits. Of the oh, no. And then that, that relationship ended. Uh, something happened with, I think the dude's car uh, repoed or I don't know what happened, but that, that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Karma's a bitch. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. Wow. I That's amazing. So being that you were at first an RN and then you got into comedy and acting and everything, it's safe to say you love people. Yeah. You look like people taking care of them and then, you know, doing your comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I love, well, I got into, I got into nursing. So I, I graduated with a business degree initially. And then I got into a bad motorcycle accident. Um, it was really bad. Um, I broke a sternum. I broke a few ribs and then I needed like emergency spinal surgery. Um, my, um, my thoracic spine t3 and t4 was shattered i have screws in my back during the operation one of my lungs collapsed uh flatlined they brought me back and um you know I, I was on life support uh and i was able to walk away from that um like 28 days later so that changed every i wanted to be what those people were to me so that's why i went back to school to study um nursing I would never believe that you went through all that because I've seen, wow. I've never, I, I met you in person, but I see you in your videos and your skits and you, you dance, you just posted one the other day, you had a content party, you were dancing with a bunch of girls yeah. and like you, you don't so seem funny. like you went <laughs> through so, so much physical trauma. You know what I mean? 
I got um, I'm working on a docu series right now that's gonna get into details of all that stuff. Oh well, I'm glad you're okay. Now I I obviously. You know, God wants you here for a reason. You you have a bigger purpose. So. I, yeah, I was about uh, to say the same thing, Abby. Like God he, was you, not done. He was he like, was no, like nope. let me let me take that flat line and give you some life again because yep. we about to see what, what what's about to pop. God is good. I know, I know. God exists. Look at your eyebrows, girl. Hey, getting, you know what? They're getting. <laughs> you know what's so funny? He Facetimed me yesterday and was like, you know what's what you're manifesting them eyebrows. You manifested. I was like, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's. Oh my God! So, um, like I like I said, I start I started noticing you back on Vine, and I followed then Instagram and everything, and then you were on Wild and Out, and you were the first Latino on Wild and Out. Yeah. How did that opportunity come up? Um, it came with a with a big L. Um, so it's like 2015 or 16. Uh, I think it's 2016. I'm on, <clears throat> uh, I think they posted that they, they're doing um, auditions. It's in New York. I got like 50,000 followers. I got a little buzz on me. Um, I, I don't know who reached out to me, but like, yo, come to New York, but you got to fly yourself and all that. So I'm like, bet. I flew myself to New York. I met with two other creators that, that we all do videos together. So, you know, they were in my chat room. So we get over there, we get a hotel together and we go to the auditions. And um, <clears throat> so somebody from the show, I had like sent them a DM trying to get information like, yo, how this audition works. And my research says that on the first day, they'll, they'll audition you for uh, the, the games that they play. Like, you know, the um, when you have to call the rap battles, not that one. No. So when you like, uh, let me holler. It's one of the games where you come up to a girl and, you know, you're trying to holler at her and you got to hit her with a punchline. And the second day of auditions is where you do the rap stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to focus on this. So I go over there and I start killing it. I'm doing all that stuff. They're laughing. I get my punch lines out, whatever. And I make it to the finals. Then I find out, okay, you know, in 20 minutes, we're going to do the rap battles. And I didn't prepare for that because I thought it was the next day. So obviously in the rap battles, I kind of like just disappeared in the crowd and didn't make it. They told me, oh, thank you, but you weren't picked. And, uh, you know, I met Nikanon, took a picture. He knew who I was. He said, oh, what's up, Tony? Oh, so then I'm on the plane back, just like just remembering all the negative comments I would get, like, yeah, you're like, man, what are you doing with yourself? Like, yeah, 15 second videos, what are you gonna, what are you gonna make of your life? Like, I used to get just fucked up comments. But when I landed, I realized I'm like, yo, I, I got 50,000 followers and I just started doing this and Nick Cannon knows my name. I'm like, I'm not gonna stop. Like, just started and I'm already, this guy knows me. So that's when I made a decision, moved to LA because all the people that were really working with each other and had this cohesiveness. And I feel like that I was missing a team that was in LA. So I, I went to LA and when I landed in, when I got, when I got over there within three months, I'm working with Kevin Hart, I'm doing all these things. And then I get a call from the people in Wild and Out. They're like, yo, you know, we haven't seen you in the, the new auditions because it's already the next year. And like what I wanted to tell them was like, y'all didn't want me, I'm good. But what I said was like, oh, I just moved to LA, you know, I've been busy moving. And then they're like, yeah, the auditions are in LA right now. I was like, oh. So they're like, yo, we could be pull up to the CBS studios in uh, West Hollywood tomorrow. Uh, so I'm like, okay. So I stood up all night, just rehearsing, rehearsing, rehearsing. I went, when I, I didn't sleep, nothing. I get over there like, hey, you're on the show. 
I'm on the show. I didn't even have to audition. I'm on the show. And then I've been on it ever since. I bet you have so many punchlines lined up. <laughs> you was ready. I was ready. And then I provided them with something special that they have now. I provided them with Justina Valentine, the redhead girl. She's Rick. dope. I yeah. like her. No, she's one of my favorites. She's funny. She's the dopest one. They they weren't fucking with her. And when Justina found out I was going to be on the show, she's like, yo, Tonio. I'm like, you're right. Because I didn't even dig on I'm like, yo, because I know. Because, yo, Justina, I've been friends with Justina before the show. And she would always pull up to my spots, you know, always support it. So, bomb, I, I used, you know, I'm already in. So I, I talked to the executive producer. I'm like, yo, ooh, ooh, ooh. And they gave her a shot. And when she went in there to audition, man, she, she roasted the cameraman. She roasted the executive <laughs> producer. She told everybody all this shit. And the rest was history. Wow. So you moved to LA from where? From Miami. You were in Miami. Okay. Wow. So that's crazy. That's actually, that's a funny story. So that's, no, that's probably Nick Cannon. Like, yo, I want him. He's like, what are y'all doing? So the next year he was like, we got to make sure he had you. Yeah, I think it, I think it was a combination of a lot of things. Right. Um, it's just the only person at that time that was on the show from social media was DC Young Fly. And he's one of the most funniest people, human beings I've ever met in my life. Um, so it was a difficult thing um, to just get someone like that. Uh, 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 more people from the Internet, they just they didn't know. And the reason why that show is so successful, because they are smart enough to adapt with the times, right? You know, sometimes they'll get, pe they'll get questionable people on the show, but it turns out to be good. And they translate because they were funny on social media. And, and some, there's a lot of people that don't make, there's a lot of people that are, that are lit right now that work, they did try out and didn't make it. Like I was there, I seen them, they didn't, they didn't make it. But uh, Wilder now has been able to transcend time and has been able to adapt to the new culture and uh, um, by giving people certain chances. And, and I had a good following. I had a little buzz going on, you know, and then my audition last time was good enough. I made it to the finals. So it was just a matter of like, yo, give them a shot. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and I, I went there season eight, season nine, season 10, season 11. So. That's so dope. I love that. I absolutely love that. You know what I like though, because, and you probably could relate to, in in our culture you remember how he said people would say you know you can't do this oh why are you doing this on social media i get that now you know what i'm saying yeah. i, I, I get feel that like 100%. in a lot of minority culture that's kind of that's far-fetched for mm -hmm. most people yeah. but i like how you didn't let that stop you and that doesn't that doesn't stop us either because we're trying to break all of it because we were we were just having we had we just had a conversation about this yesterday because yeah. i had a producer i'm not going to name names who had initially accepted to be on mm -hmm. but he thought i was somebody else so he called me and he was like are you this person i said no i'm this person who emailed you and he was like oh no like you're not you're not that great yet like you know like basically she's nobody i'm nobody so he couldn't come on so uh, I called her and I was like kind of down and I was like, you know what, whatever it is, what it is like, we're going to, and you said that. So it, I, I, I felt when he said it, I felt that I was like, you know what, now nah, I'm going to keep going. Cause eventually yeah. the people that say no to me, when I do get big, God willing, you know, uh, they're going to wish they would have gone on. Look, let me tell you a story. Um, in 2017, some girl just randomly emailed me. She's like, yo, I would like, I would like to interview you. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, here, pull up. Um, I give her my address. She was already taking like, yo, like, he just gave me his address. Like, what? 
Um, anyways, she comes over. Uh, we do the, she would like the interview type show, whatever. And cool, it was a good vibe. We did the shoot, whatever. And I think maybe a few weeks later, she just sends me a message. She's like, yo, I just want to thank you because like, yo, I don't have a follow. I don't have anything. And you give me this opportunity. And I no problem, you know, like, cool. fast forward a few years later. Um, uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, Tyler Perry sold his studio, right? His original studio. Uh, he sold it to these brothers called LeBron, the uh, Abru brothers, the Abru brothers. The Abru mm -hmm. brothers, are, if you look them up, they became the first Latino Americans to own a, a movie studio. They bought it from Tyler Perry. <laughs> so, uh, so now they're, you know, they're, they're, they're in there, they're still putting, they're, they're working on it, whatever. It's a movie studio. It's in Atlanta. It's a great look for the Latinos. Um, they start hiring people. They hire this girl that she becomes like her, she's like their second, in, not second in charge, but like his, his assistant, whatever. So she's there talking and he's like, yo, these are my ideas, what I want to do. And she pitches him, she pitches him uh this guy she's never seen before which was me and this guy looks at my stuff he likes all my stuff he invites me to atlanta um uh, and you know to look at my movies and that stuff there make a long story short that girl happened to be the girl that i uh in 2016 i, I did the interview for and she's there and brought me into certain doors that i wanted to be in but it, in a matter of like five years have passed so it's like people need to understand like bro give be nice to people or, or give people they give hungry people the opportunity um, because you have no idea how they can help you in the future. And this girl helped me five years later to get into a door that I probably wouldn't have gotten in without her having him notice me. That's, that's so, amazing. A lot of people forget where they started. When yeah, they get the to problem. a point where they're, they're actually somebody, they forget everybody starts from the bottom first. Everybody is a nobody, right, first. So that's really dope. That's that's super dope. That's what you're doing for us. So, you want to move your mic in? Yeah. Um, I like your mics. Thank you. Thanks. Um, I'm like taken back by that. That's really like, that's full circle. Yeah. Right? Like I was not expecting for you to say that. Like, that's awesome. Five years later. And she, and she obviously was grateful because she didn't forget either. She was like, nah, you know what? This guy that gave me my opportunity, you should listen to his stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. So you're also like into acting and everything. Have you done a few things? Do you have any yeah. projects coming out soon that you can tell us about? Um, yeah, I have, I had four movies come out this year. I got the opening scene with George Lopez at North of the Tank. Um, that movie right now is on um, BT Plus. I have um, I have another comedy movie. Uh, I, I gotta get the list. One more comedy movie. I have a comedy movie called You Marry That with uh, I forgot his name, but anyway, You Marry That is not out yet. I have a horror film that I have a lead that that one is uh, I don't think it has a name. Oh, it's called Scared. And that's not out yet. And but December 21st, I have a Christmas movie coming out. MTV just bought the film, so they're going to be releasing it December 21st. Hey, 8 p.m. Uh, I have a big role in there, and I have a special role. I uh, I'm playing Santa Claus, and the last time a Latino played, you know, uh, Santa Claus was I think 1959, almost 60 years ago. So you know, it's 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 been a known thing in Hollywood that you know they're they hire these 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 white men to play latino roles mm -hmm. you know like um 
Like, John Franco just got hired to do Fidel Castro. There you go. There's one. Or Al Pacino doing a Cuban American uh, character. Uh, so it, it, it feels good to turn the tables a little bit. And, you know, this is a known white uh, uh, character. And for me to, you know, play it um, and and bring the Latino in it. So that comes out December 21st. Um, MTV is rolling that out. So that's what going on. you're like breaking barriers for all Latinos. Like I, the, I was from my brain to your mouth yes girl. like you really are breaking barriers because you were the first latino member on while out you're playing santa claus i've never in my life i didn't if you if you had hadn't told me that's a latino played him 60 years ago i would have told you you were the first because i've never ever seen a latino play santa claus so that's a huge research yeah. myself but it, it's the thing is it's like i want i want i want latinos to know like you know when I when I know there's Latino doing some stuff like in the entertainment world or whatever, I'll post about it or I'll show love. Even if I haven't seen the film or even if I see the film and it's trash, I'm still going to show love because the doors that that dude is opening might be opening the doors for the next, um, you know, John Leguizamo or or, or whatever it is. Is I want to I want people to get used to like you know people that look like me in leading roles. Because even if my shit was trash, I opened the door for somebody who's fire. I want to open the door for somebody who's going to bring it to that next level. So I need always, like, if the Latinos can just continuing help each other, yo, post about it. I don't care. Even if it's trash, post it because, you know, it might be your little brother that can take that spot. So post that man because you're opening the door for somebody you know. So let me ask you this, and uh, you don't have to say names if you want to say names. I'm, we're always down for the tea. But is there anybody that when you started out was like, nah, like I'm good, like you ain't gonna make blah blah blah, and now yeah. they want to work with you. Um, now they're like, yo, yeah. I want to work with you. Yeah. So what happened was, uh, most mostly all the creators in New York. Uh, I was in Miami, and my my audience, my largest audience was, you know, in this area, the New York area, New England, whatever. But the cre I looked up to these creators because, you know, they're, they're from where I'm from. They look like me and I'm in Miami and I would look up to these dudes and I would reach out to them. I have five, 10,000 followers. I reach out to them. I'm like, yo, I got these ideas and I'm just so excited. I'm like, like, I don't have the money to be flying over back and forth, but I know how to edit a video where you're in the kitchen, I'm in the living room and I look like we're talking to each other um i remember hitting these people up and they would dub me they're like one of them was at least honest enough uh to tell me the truth he was like yo like, honestly like i don't I, I don't benefit from working anything with you like you don't really have a following like you know just hit me up whenever you grow something like that i'm pretty and, sure that's the same person that turned me down yesterday but go ahead because they said exactly <laughs> what you just told me so now nah, he learned his lesson though um uh so yeah he said that and then the thing is, since he was the only honest one and everybody else just dubbed me, I just felt like everyone felt like him. But at least he was on honest enough to tell me. Mm -hmm. And it was it was a blow because I started feeling like, yo, maybe like I'm like, maybe I'm not good enough, you know, because these people, the people that are doing what I want to do, don't respect me or, or don't want to give me a chance. Maybe this ain't me. So I just kept doing what I was doing. And sure enough, mind you, these people were, were high or whatever. When I got to LA and I started moving, working within three months, I'm working with, I'm in Hawaii with Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? I'm on Wawa now. My numbers skyrocketed to the point where you, I could not be ignored. Like I was that guy for a period of time. I was that Latino guy. You were either looking at LaJuan James or me. 
<laughs> no, and then Lahuang, Lahuang was more family oriented shit. Me, I was no host bar, like whatever. So people knew what time it was, they knew the vibes. And that same dude, oh, then I started working with some people in New York. Uh, you know the one guy that never dubbed me, Tommy 5K. I don't know who y'all know is, but Tommy 5K, you uh-huh. always kept it 100. He even filmed with me. I had no follower, he was the only one. So I remember I came back to New York because we were filming while and out another season. I hit up Tommy, we did some stuff or whatever. And all these people in New York that dug me, they seen, they started seeing me. They knew, they knew what it was, but that one guy reached out again and he sent me a video. He was like, look, bro, I see you. I want to apologize. Like, so the guy was, I think he was at a hundred thousand followers. Back then that shit was crazy. I was already in the millions and he was still at the hundred thousand. And it's just, it just put, to put things in perspective, like he apologized, like he knew and I, and I went and I still worked with him, you know what I'm saying? Cause I wanted to show him like, I'm not you, you know what I'm saying? Like the way I work is like, if I can provide value to me, to you and you can provide value to me, that's what that matters. Not following not how much money you got, like none of that. Like if you, if you got a great idea, I'm like, that's a great idea. That's value to me. You know what I'm saying? If people show up to my content party, that's value because now I got all these, that's production. And people mm-hmm. don't understand that's not about following about none of that. Yo, if I can provide you, that's how I made it in LA. I didn't know not a single person. I go over there. I'm just some new guy. And what I did was I found out what people were shooting at. I go to the parks and I, I'd be like, yo, yo, if you want me to hold the camera, I'll record. I provided value. So that's how I started off. And then it progressed to, you know, saying like, yo, let me know if y'all shooting again. They're like, oh yeah, we might shoot on this day. I show up. Now I'm consistent, I'm reliable, and I'm the guy that can hold a camera. I, and then I start pitching ideas to the point where they started respecting my ideas. I did all that. And then one day I'm, I, I hit all these people up that have millions of followers. They're connected. I'm the outsider. I'm like, yo, I'm throwing a content party. If you guys want to come, had a little pizza, had a little drink. They came because I provided value to them. I was always there for them. I went to every of their shoots. They came to my stuff. We shot video one, to the point where I became one of them. And that's how that's how that's how I moved in LA and made it. That's dope. That's for dope. Real. Honestly, this makes me see you in a different light. No, for real. Because who I like who I see before obviously today's interview is you always funny, always joke. Like your Instagram is always a vibe. It's always like if, if I if I'm having a bad day, like going to your Instagram makes me laugh. You always got good stuff. But it really puts you in perspective. Like yeah. you really like have to just put yourself out there and believe in yourself when nobody else is. It makes you a real person. Not that you're not, but in the sense that like people, because of who you are and your platform and your status, they put you on a pedestal. Mm. So the fact that you're very relatable, actually stuff he says, like I see you as a celebrity, which is why I was like, I called her like, I'm freaking out. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna say to him. Like I was freaking out because I really do. I've you like to me, like you've made it. You were on Wild and Out. You've done this. I've, I've seen you everywhere. Like that's dope. Yeah, but like you talk, talk to him like damn he's really like a he's well, like I a you and me that. i was like Abby, <laughs> I, I said chill out i said he's actually like, really like, cool don't. like i've had a couple conversations with him like he's cool right. i was like there's nothing to to be scared of like, but it's like awesome because like the person you see and they're like sitting i'm like oh, all right cool like no, what it makes it makes like i really have much I, I always add respect but much more now because you really like it's it's refreshing to know where he's he's just said it he's like i'm always gonna help someone out and it's and he doesn't have to at this point right you don't have to it's something bigger i feel like for you and there's so many people that don't do that that like you said they forget where they came from yeah and i i it's that's very uh and the fact that you worked with that person yeah when he didn't work with you 
But you know what? You can't. I'm pretty sure like people that have hit you up that kind of faded you in the past because you didn't have a status yet. I'm pretty sure at some point the petty and you wanted to be like, "Mm, go. Oh, no, for sure. You know, I've been I've been I've been petty lots of times, of course. The petty, you know, that those petty thoughts or, you know, feeling some type of way to always come through. But you are who you are. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not really like that. Yeah. So. So now that you said that, I'm glad you said that because that kind of gave me a segue into our next question. <laughs> so obviously, not only I'm sure you've had like we talked about people like didn't want to work with you, but in your personal life, <laughs> girls, you had girls in the past that maybe you try to hit with, try to go out with back when you were nothing and they said no. And then now they see you and they're like, oh, Tonio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His face. I'm, yeah. I can't. I went from. I went from, I don't know, I used to write to about 10 to 15 DMs a day to get girls in my videos to, I have to ignore some, you know, that's just, that's just what it is right now. And, and even in that aspect, like it just, you know, uh, the quality of girls now that would respond to a DM or, or entertain anything, it just, it changed, you know, even girls with millions of followers. I can slide in a DM and they're going to respond. I'll just put like a fire emoji on the picture and they'll be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> exactly what I meant. Yeah, everybody talks in like code. You put a fire emoji on, I don't know, if you put something in your story, uh, not a picture, right? Because then you look creepy. You do it like on a meme or if you put pictures of food, put a little fire emoji there. That means like, what's up? And if they they have to open, they, first of all, they're going to see who it is. Open your page. Uh, go back and be like, Okay, and then put fire emoji or, or like it. Like that's just what it is now. Before you, know, you have to send sentences and like, but it's it's different. that's hilarious. That's actually how you and me got connected on Instagram. Oh no, what happened? What I do? He's like, nah, he's like, nah, he don't me out. following me one day, and then I saw like the um the verified check mark, and I was like, I didn't know what your name was, but I had seen your videos all the time, and I clicked on your profile i said oh is this guy and then literally you i think you slid into my dm but you didn't say anything like creepy nah, or do. like no you didn't you smart yeah it, super smart. Nah, no, he, and he was and he said and i said oh this, this is for real so i answered him and I, lisi l-i-s-i underscore beja b-e-l-l-a uh, and it's so funny and then a couple months ago i was going to a conference in st louis and i'm sitting at the airport and i see him he's in the same terminal he gets off the airplane and yo he's walking i'm telling you walking a mile a minute and like like someone's chasing him yeah that i didn't even have a chance to be like yo tony especially like after what he told me afterwards, I probably would have caused a scene in the airport, which no, we're not doing that. So I hit him <laughs> up on Instagram. I said, yo, you at Newark Airport? He said, why you didn't say hello? Da, 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 da. <laughs> and it's so funny. And then we exchanged numbers and I'm on the plane and he FaceTimes me. He's like, yo, I almost got in the wrong Uber. <laughs> you can't do that. You got killed like that. It's so funny. You better funny. check your app. It's hilarious. It's just so funny because it just goes to show like you don't know who you're going to meet. That's going to for real like who would I would have never thought that back in what April or March, whenever it was that we first connected that seven months later, he'll be here. March 22nd at 2.45 p.m. Oh, see, look, he 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 just looked it up for the record. Have you ever had like I don't know if you've ever done this when a guy in your DMs starts sending you like emojis 
of uh, furniture, and then you'd be like, "What are you doing?" And then he'd be like, "Moving in your DMs or moving in." <laughs> I've never signed with that. I never tried that one. I, I, I you like, should try that. I was That's like, hilarious. "All right." It was cute, but I was like, "All right." That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. I've always wanted to do that. But I don't. But you you should do it. You're a girl. You probably get a better response than a guy. I don't. If a know. guy did it to me, I'd be like, "Is does he? What what is wrong with his fingers? Like, what is he sending me now? Like, what's <laughs> happening?" That's fire. That's crazy. So speaking of DMs, yeah. Me and Abby were at brunch last week, and she asked me. She's like, "Lisette, she's like." how do you think he gets the girls on his videos or you know do you think one of them is his girlfriend i said oh yeah i, I want to know i don't think so i said but she was like well he has some of the same girls in his videos i said they're probably just people he works with like how does that work the so, ones that do answer your your dms when i went to la i had this one rule like i'm never gonna get involved with any girls that i work with in my videos i'm just not gonna do it because one thing goes wrong you know, girl to another girl, and then I won't have access to, you know, to these girls that I want to put in my video, right? Because it's a part of my formula. I'll fuck up the whole formula. So, and I never did. So what I, I, I would, I would like meet a girl that I date, and then she would happen to do a video too, because it's, I get ideas at the moment. I'm like, you know, I want to shoot this. I ain't got time to call nobody else. You're already here. So I'll shoot it with you. But if it's a girl that you repeatedly see or, and she's like in the business, I will never date. We, we ain't doing nothing. And, you know, to this day, it's how I'll give an example how I you remember when Chris Brown had beef with Soldier Boy around that time. And then and then Mike Tyson got involved and said he's going to train uh, Chris Brown and Floyd Mayweather said he's going to train Soldier Boy. It was this little thing. Because Soldier Boy. Oh, yeah, I remember. So, never mind. so around that time, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson came out with a diss song, his first song ever. And I directed his music video. I had 24 hours to do that. If you look at that video, I literally text those girls one time. And it, every one of those girls pulled up. There's like, I don't know, 20 girls, one of them being Summer Rae, huge girls, like 20 million followers. They all pulled up. And that was, that was based on my relationship and respect. You get what I'm saying? Like they pulled up for me, you know what I'm saying? And I thanked them because I was able to put that video together in 24 hours, well, whatever for, for Mike Tyson. And that was a moment when I realized when they all showed up for me, I'm like, this is why I decided to do that and not be your generic Hollywood dude that wants to film with girls and, and fuck them and all this shit. They're like, you know what I'm saying? I never did any of that. So most of these girls, are just they reached out to me really like yo I want to be in one of your videos and in Miami because it's not LA I in Miami I can't be as picky because some of these girls don't know how to show up on time or or whatever and the culture has changed right you have OnlyFans you got all these things that are going on these girls want exposure so now I become a higher asset because they want the exposure and you know social media right now is pushing these reels or these TikToks, these videos, so they know someone like me is almost a gateway to more exposure for them. So it's become easier than what it was before. Mm -hmm. So that being said, oh, I just blanked. Um, <laughs> damn, I just blanked. You better check that cough. No, I'm good. I'm good. That's just on the. That's just on the COVIDy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not COVIDy. It's not. It's not. I promise. 
Did you just draw a blank? Yeah, I really did. I had the question in my. Let's talk about this. How about that? Oh. <laughs> He's really pulling out your gram. He's pulling out my Instagram. What do you want to know? That's me in my true form. Oh, there we go. I got it. All right. <laughs> so when you talked about the music video, what is that something you want to do in the future? Like, what else do you want to do? Do you want to be a director, a producer? No. Um, so my three to my three to seven year plan right now is uh, continue writing my movies and acting in my own movies and just really crossing over the traditional television and movies. And then my seven to 15 year is I do want to be directing uh, movies. I want to direct. I just want to direct two, three films a year and chill, travel, direct, chill, travel. That's what I want to do. Just direct blockbuster movies, uh, music videos. Not nah, it's not my thing. I mean, I've done a few, but it's not. I, I, I I like I like films. I like telling stories and 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 finding new ways to, you know, uh, reach out to people and tell certain stories. So that's 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 to, that's what that's what I'm on. So he's gonna go from Netflix and chill to direct and chill. Yeah. You know what? I'm mad at it. I like I how he has it. a time limit on his I like goals it. because that just like he's focusing on this, then this, yeah. And, this. I and like even that. if you don't get there in the time limit that you want to, at least you set a time limit. There's yeah. like. There's there there is a end point that you want to be at. So I that's that's really dope. This is dope getting to know you on yeah. a different level. I I feel like people don't get to see this side of you. They see the funny, you know, yeah. they, they the funny side. That's what they, they want. That's what they want. Like, shut up and make us laugh. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like with the vine that he started with. Like think about it now. People back then wanted long, like more time to make videos, and now mm -hmm. people don't have the attention span to pay attention to videos That's that are more than fifteen seconds long. Vine was ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah, unless you're somebody like you know Tonio, of course. I'll sit there and watch his whole stuff. Sometimes I'll be like, "Dang, this video a minute long. I don't know if I can sit through this." But no, I do. Other, the, I do because it's funny. <laughs> no, the other day though, I was like, "This is something I would do." He did a video where he broke up this him and his girl this girl break up and she blocks him and so she he throws her a birthday party invites all her family and friends and, <laughs> she's, and she's not and i'm like this is something i would totally do with a breakup i would totally do that it's so not, not the, shouldn't be saying that proudly but no but it's actually hilarious because i know what video you're talking about i actually am curious like you can only put out so much content. How do you, is all your content based on personal experiences or like, you know, your culture, things that you have gone through in the past? Or like, do you just think of stuff and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm do this. All the above. Oh, uh, okay. Sometimes some ideas, it's just my subconscious now, it's just, it's, it's, it's always working, looking for ideas. Like it just, that's the way it is right now. Uh, but it, it comes from personal things that happen to me or, uh, things I see happen, or uh, I'll see a meme and and visualize it in my head. Like, what if it happened like this? That it's all of the above. Okay, so I, now I have an even more uh more specific question. I saw a video recently that you did. I don't know if it was on the TikTok. I think it was on your TikTok, and it was basically like a catfish video where the girl was pregnant. You went to go meet her. <laughs> so did that really happen to you or, the, or is that just content or is that based on your personal experience that's my sister's best friend and she was just at the house looking pregnant as fuck <laughs> and i just thought i'm like i could only imagine if you were on tinder and you try to meet somebody and with that belly i'm like yo we need to shoot that she was like all right and then i shot that like, so no it's not real 
So, oh, that's so funny. That was just on a whim. That's just like, yeah. ooh, that's you know what? Because on Tinder and stuff like that, like it's actually really funny. And you probably experienced this. You see somebody, and I think you said that on our Tinderella episode. What? How like guys put pictures like of 10 years ago when they're a little slimmer well, and their skin looks a little better or people just post from here up. So you can't really see if the person got a belly or not, like, you I'm, know? I'm sure you can relate. When Instagram came out, I don't know what year it came out specifically. I downloaded it in 2012. Back then, the Instagram was huge. We all we all uploaded pictures with a bunch of filters, and it looked filtered, but that was the look. Yeah. So you can physically tell a picture is that old, and they'll there'll be these pictures where I'm like, "This is like a 2012, 2013 picture on your Tinder in 2022." <laughs> so I'm I'm assuming that if you're posting a picture that's nine years old, that you either got fat as hell or ugly as hell. Uh -huh. And I'm swiping left. Like, listen, we all change. <laughs> I definitely wasn't the slim pick and I was back then, but I'm going to post my real picture. This is it's going to be more embarrassing for you if I show up and you're not who you are, you're in Tinder and I'm going to be peace. People don't care. I actually did another video where um, I sent a picture of who I'm not and then the other person sends a picture of who they're not. I'm liking it. Girl looks good. I'm like, yo, can I FaceTime you? It's like, yeah. And I FaceTime, obviously I'm not who I said I was. And then when, when I pick up the phone, it's a dude, not even a girl. It's a whole dude. I didn't see that Shut video. Shut up. That's happened to you? No, no, no. That's, not, that's never happened. Oh, God. oh, that's a skit. Yeah, I did a skit. Yeah. Oh, oh. I missed that part. I, I missed that part too. Wait, Wait, so no. Okay, you said that. Good. I'm glad you said that because you, you, <laughs> I feel like we're all on the same mindset because that brings up my next question. What's... <laughs> well, that's what he sent to the person. <laughs> so my, what about you? What you look like? I'm done. Okay, I was a day. She looked good too. Shoot. She's a she's a huge portion. <laughs> Our video guy, he can't stop laughing. Let's face it. Can I FaceTime you? She got like a porn star. I'm like, okay. He made sure he put now. And then she goes, yeah. My like, dad. Oh, he went down and everything. He was he ready. He got the bedroom eyes. <laughs> 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 that was that one's cute. I like but that one. I, that's hilarious. Did you post that skit? Yeah, yeah, it's up there. I I gotta I gotta you watch have it. So many. Oh my gosh, so, that's hilarious. So that so now that you said that, um, what's the craziest thing? Have you ever been catfished that way or set up? Like, what's the craziest story you have with a girl in real life? Um, Where they either were crazy or they turned out to be somebody else or what? Because like I'm assuming now that you know you're you're pretty known, I've you got had, a lot of groupies or a lot of girls. Um, in here. I had this I had this girl one time embarrass me in front of Justin Bieber. Um, <laughs> we're at a private Christmas party with Justin Bieber and Kendall Kendall Jenner was there. I met Kendall Jenner, Justin Bieber, a little private situation, and you know she's there. She got drunk, start, she starts getting, she starts dancing with other people's men's or getting closer. So the girls were already trying to beat ass. Then she grabs a candy cane. There was like a big candy cane decoration. And then she'll put it behind someone's neck or whatever. And they're like, what are you doing? Then I, I think I'm, I'm sitting here with somebody and Justin's right there. We're having a conversation. Then you see the cane go and grabs on Justin's neck. 
I'm like, I grab it, but he he grabs it from her. And and then I, I kind of like push her this way. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then Justin goes and puts it on her neck. So she could like, whatever. And then it was just what? embarrassing. Was this before Haley or after Haley? Before Haley. Okay. So then um, I think I told my boy, I'm like, yo, we out, uh, my roommate. I said, yo, we out, my brother. Like, I'm not going to, whatever. And I told her, like, I'm leaving. Because she had came with a, a, a girl. I'm like, this is embarrassing. Uh, so we leave and uh, we go upstairs. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to go to the store real quick. Because we had no milk. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I want to eat cereal. So I took my little electric scooter, went to 7-Eleven, bomb, got my milk, come back upstairs. And this girl's in my room crying her ass off, drunk as hell. It was just one of those crazy, you know. But yeah. I'm assuming you never saw her again after that. Nah, I ran into her up, uh, uh, two months later at a party. And she's like, Tony, what's up? Like, like nothing's ever happened. And she's like, oh, I want you to meet my fiance. She got, she got with another guy and, and, and now was, was uh, engaged to this guy. And she introduced me to him. Oh, it's my fiance. And I'm just like. <laughs> he liked her candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. For you. Damn. Yeah. I have a question. Personal question. What up? I bet you're going to ask him what I was going to ask him. Go ahead. I bet. You think so? I think so. I want to know, how do, how, how do you meet women? Do you meet them organically in person or? Not my like question, with, but similar. Women to date, do they get starstruck? Do they like, do, do you go out with them and you can tell that they're just with you because of who you are, what your status is? Like, tell me about yeah. that. I, mean, I feel like the um, eyes, you have beautiful eyes. You do have beautiful eyes. I would be seduced by your eyes alone. Forget with your content. I'd can we like, just, Tonio, can we just yeah, stare at each other yeah. one day? Like, because yeah. you got them eyes, I got these I'm the only, I'm left out. That's okay. I got them I'll, I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you all about it. When I finally meet him in person, I'll just stare at him. I'll be like, he'll be like, real, you good girl, eyes. you good? Um, you just never know. Like, I don't know what, like, the intentions are. Um, but the Do you girl, prefer a girl that doesn't know who you are? uh yeah yeah sometimes yeah i'll meet I, i've met um i met a girl that you know met a lot of girls that didn't know who i was uh oh one girl from the bronx actually uh i met this girl i met her in miami and uh whatever she gave me a number we were at a I i forgot the name of the club whatever it was a brick i met her over there gave me a number she's like oh, i live in the bronx i'm uh she's a, a tra- uh, she's a flight uh, what do you call them? Flight attendant. So she's always flying or whatever. And then I happen to be in New York. I hit her up. I'm like, yo, I'm here. She's like, oh, I'm in the Bronx. I'm like, bet. Cause she, I'm like, yo, you literally are from where I grew up at. You know, she's on the concourse, 183rd and Raya. I, I was living at. She's on 181 in the concourse. So I met her up over there. Went to the pizza shop. And while we're walking, people kept stopping me. And then to the point where she was like, yo, like you sell drugs. Like what's good? Why do you, <laughs> you sell drugs? Who these people? And she didn't. You know, she didn't know. But yeah, but so what did you tell her? All right. Well, at first I tell told her Antonio from Tonio Skits. Nah. <laughs> from Tonio nah. Skits. I told her I was fucking with her. I told her first. I'm like, oh look, I'm a porn star. I just didn't want you to know. <laughs> and she was like, cause she she was like, Matt, seriously, like, oh okay. And then somebody else come up to me. I'm like, look, I'm lying. I do videos and and then whatever. And then I showed it to her. She goes, oh my god, I think I've seen one of these. Um, yeah, but that's so funny. 
that is hilarious i feel like if she if, i feel like the porn thing would have like intrigued her like oh well <laughs> let's get out of here like <laughs> i don't know because a lot of what let me ask you if so if a dude told you that he yeah, was a porn star, would you be like yeah I'm you know what let different. me hop on it i'm different i don't Girl. get no action i get no play i've been single for 20 million years like it's different for me 20 million how old are you really <laughs> girl it's different but i'm saying like like normal girls from my generation from my age like that i just i'm just the weirdo <laughs> oh. Oh. i know a bunch of my girls that'd be like oh yeah like show me like lock me up or something i don't know lock you up where <laughs> where are you trying to get locked up girl you ever see 50 shades of gray yeah all right okay um what is your type of girl what kind of girl are you into um you have a type that's yep mm-hmm. i don't know like a down-earth girl you know somebody somebody that's funny um you know and i guess my sense of humor because i'm always on some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah who's your celebrity uh, crush of all time i like my celebrity crush like who are you if you could get with anybody who would it be um scarlett johansson j-lo Okay. Scarlett Johansson. I'm, I'm, you know what? That surprises me. You would like, cause in my brain, I'm thinking of like the type of women that he has in his videos. They're all primarily dark haired women. And he names light haired women, women with light No, hair. JLo's naturally brunette. Yeah, but she does not rock naturally brunette. Like, no, nah, but Scarlett Johansson got curves. She got a body on her. No, she does, but she's super blind. I mean, that's all right. That's what he like. I love her. Right. Who's super blonde? Scarlett? Yeah, when she doesn't dye her hair all different colors. I like it when she dyes it. What color? Like Black Widow? Anything but blonde. Yeah, Black Black Widow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I hit us by. I hit, the, I hit the switch right there. Uh, <laughs> so let me switch it up now. Who is somebody you haven't worked with that you would like, you're dying to work with? Or what, who's your goal like to do? Will Smith. Will Smith? Yep. I could I could see you guys working together. You want to know something? I love Will Smith. Me too. Will I really do. Will not die until I work with him. All right, oh, Will Smith. Yeah, that Will Smith. Will Smith, come on. Hey, you know We're what? We're gonna though? tag him in this. You're a go getter. Everything that you have told us that you said that you wanted to accomplish, it looks like you've done that. So, and we had that conversation yesterday where you just manifested it. So if you just exercise that this that idea the same way. You're going to get that call one day. And then you're going to text me and be like, let's set. Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith. Let me tell you something. Um, it's 2018 April. Um, somebody that I really want to work with is Rosario Dawson. So I went and wrote, I wrote on her page and told her, I'm just putting out the universe. We're going to work with each other. Maybe like two hours later, she saw it, liked it, and followed me. Right? Beautiful. And then I took a screenshot and posted. I'm like, look, guys, like I really just put this out there in the universe and she follows me now. Ooh, whatever. I posted it. And it's there. You look at my 2018, April, somewhere in the middle of April, it's posted. Uh four days later, I had a, a scheduled um event in in Massachusetts. I was a guest speaker at a Harvard University for a com- a music convention that they had going on. And it was just it was how music it's tying in with social media and the importance of social media for you to become a, um, a, a, a anything in music. So I was a guest speaker 
and I'm there talking and just went throughout, went through my whole spiel. And I also told the audience about manifestation and how I brought up the whole Rosario Dawson because it was so fresh in my head. It just happened four days ago. And I'm like, look, you know, Rosario Dawson, somebody I want to work with. And, and I just put it out there in the universe and she saw it, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't be afraid to just take chances or whatnot. I finished saying what I'm saying. Then I started doing a Q&A session. First person stands up. Yeah, how can I help you? She goes, hey, how are you? Um, I'm Rosario, Rosario's mother. Rosario Dawson's mother was in the audience. Wow. So the Q&A, I go to her, I meet her. She gives me a hug. I'm like, call your daughter. She calls her daughter. I get on the phone. I'm like, hi. And she goes, what's going on? This is Rosario on the phone. Like, what's going on? I'm like, I met your mother. I was just talking about you and our post and manifestation. And now you're on the phone with me right now. And she starts laughing, ooh, whatever. And then I took a picture with her mom and I posted that as well. And the same story I told you, I told you. So you'll find that in 2018, April. And then. It's a post or you have it as a highlight? No, it's a post. Uh, it's there. Yep, I got gotcha. you. 2018, April. You'll see both those posts. And then I'm working on, I'm working on my, uh, this uh, movie called uh, Mr. Social. It's an action comedy. And guess what I have in it? Hey, look at her right there. What? Get out. That's awesome. I just wrote the film. I'm on like the fifth draft right now. I'm working it out. Hopefully I get into pre-production by, I don't know, the summer. So I have Rosario's mother playing my mother in the film. And Rosario hasn't signed on yet, but she already knows. She knows I'm coming. So she's not. Oh, gonna, I'm praying. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say pray for you tonight. I want yeah. that to come true. Yeah, I, I want you to. You're gonna get it. I. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna clip this out, and I'm gonna post it on our on our our Chica's project Instagram. I'll tag her. I'd be yeah. like, Roz, come on. Yes. So, like, you kind of answered the question I was gonna ask you. My last question, um, part of it. But if there's anything else you want to add, so what advice? What like would you tell our content creators that are just starting out that really want to get you know it on the level that you are at today? Oh, so their first problem is is that they want to. If you're wanting to do something, you're already losing. Execute. That, that's what I would tell them. Stop wanting and just execute. Right. The only difference between you and me is. I've been posting shit for the last six years. You just starting actually post, you know, and now to be a content creator is more easier than ever because, you know, TikTok has created more or less a, like a guideline, right? Because you got trends that people follow. You literally can follow every trend and you have content, you know, you can take a trend and flip it and make it your own. So you have something to start with. You know, when I started, we had nothing. We had nothing. We had to create it from, from scratch. So they got all this content that's out there. They can just make it their own. And the most common excuse I hear is like, oh, but, you know, it's so saturated. Everybody's everybody's, but everybody's not you, right? There's an audience for everyone. Everyone has an audience, no matter what the hell you want to do. You want to sell feet? There's an audience for you. You know what I'm saying? You want to do hair and makeup? There's an You want to be some random white girl talking shit and, and making fun of yourself think, and sounding black? There's an audience for you, you know? Not a good audience, but there's an audience for everyone. And people need to understand that. You know, there's over a billion people on social media. Just point one percent of that, you good. That's awesome. Yeah, post. So just post is do. Don't say you want to do it. Do it. Just you do know, it. Somebody reach out to me, they'll be like, they'll be my DMs like, yo, I want to do what you do. Then I go on the page and they're not doing it. I don't, I'm not gonna respond. It would have been better if you had like 30 videos already posted. 
yo, Tonio, man, I really, I'm trying to do what you do. Can you give me any, any opinions or points? I would have gone to their page, saw some stuff. I'd be like, yo, you know what? I like this. So maybe you should have done this. But people don't, people don't do that. They just, they live in the wants. They just got to execute. People are mostly scared to execute. People think about the what ifs or what if I fail or, and it's like, but what if you get everything that you wanted just by executing whatever idea it is that you have? Yeah, but what if you fail? That's the point. Fail forward. Fail forward. You're not going to learn or get better if you don't fail. You have to. (laughs) Every failure brings a lesson. Absolutely. And if you don't learn it, it's going to keep happening. You know, when people are like, why does this keep happening to me? It's because you didn't learn the lesson the first 10 times. That's why it's going to keep happening. Period. Wow. I really love this. You really left me inspired. Uh, Do you have anything else to add? Because I'm kind of taken back. No, I think... Listen, I feel like I know him a little bit more. I like, really, like the, I really like the side of Tonio. Don't get me wrong; I want to see more of that funny, you know. Yeah, I want nice to know him on a deeper level. Like, now I we can love say that. we spoke to him. And, yeah, like, we know stuff about his past. Like, no, I feel like I just went on a date with two girls, so I appreciate it. This Hopefully, it'll be a second date. Hey. <laughs> 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 Hopefully, in person next time. Yeah. I know your schedule today was a little bit crazy. Yeah. No, but, but I appreciate you coming out. I'm absolutely. A, I'm Can we do like something cute? I'm going to get the camera guy out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I sent you, um, did I send it to you? I sent you my treatment for, yeah, I sent it to you. You have the treatment for the show, uh, the movie. You texted it to me? Oh, yes, I have it. Awesome. All right, guys. I think this has been an amazing way to start season three. What do you think? I think it's beautiful. Thank you, Tonio, for your time. Thank you so much for your time. Whatever. Oh, I didn't know you during that time. Well, you didn't hit me up. You're well, right. You're right. I listen, hit you up. Listen, better late you're than right. Never, right? We here listen, now. I'll take it. All right, guys. Follow us at follow Tonio at Tonio Skits and follow us at the Chicas Project on Instagram, Facebook, and check us out on all streaming platforms and YouTube. Thank you. FYI, fuck your old producer. <laughs>